Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. First, the injury update, and it was a good one. Jawan Jennings has an ankle. He is day-to-day. Samson Ebukam has an ankle. He is day-to-day. And that is it. So, so far, the good health for the 49ers continues. Now, to the audio portion of today's show. Mooney Ward did not have his best day on Saturday against DK Metcalf. Yesterday, Kyle Shanahan was asked if that will fuel Mooney going forward. I think it'll fuel him a lot. You know, I mean, he played as good as he could versus DK in that first game. And, I mean... It's hard to do that again. I mean, DK is as good of a playoff receiver as there is in this league. He is a problem to stop, and um, I like that Moody didn't stop. He didn't shy away from it once he got beat on that deep ball. You know, he was playing the back shoulder pretty well, and DK did a hell of a job slowing down and looking back, and he got him. Moody thought it was going to be a back shoulder, and he took his eyes off it to stop that, and then DK slipped down the sidelines on the go route. But I'm, that's going to happen with a good player like that. You hope it doesn't happen too often, and Moody's done a hell of a job with that all year, and. I know he'll come back and continue to do that this week. Ward has been the Niners' best corner all year long by a country mile. Did he struggle against Seattle? Sure. But DK Metcalf is a really good player and was facing Ward for the third time this year. I agree with Kyle that Ward is likely to look much better this week. Aside from the game, of course, this is also the week that D'Amico Ryans is meeting with teams about their head coaching openings. So, Kyle Shanahan, do you have any advice for how Ryan should handle that? My advice is you just got to... You got to set that aside and to specific times that you are going to deal with it. It was very easy for me because um, at that time when we had the two seed, we had a bye week. So I was able to set aside, you know, we got three days off just to, in the building and I was able to set aside two days only um, for those interviews. So I knocked them all out then and everything after that was, there wasn't anything after that. Um, I completely shut it off and went right back to the playoffs. And the difference for D'Amico, it'll be similar to what McDaniel had to go through last year. We don't have that bye week. But I think he has a couple times set aside for Thursday and Friday, um, which he'll do two interviews, I believe, those two days. And then I think he'll plan on the other ones after. Um, So Friday afternoons, we get some time off, so that shouldn't cut into anything. And usually on Thursdays, um, we we finish a little bit earlier than we do on the other nights in the week. So it's a chance to do that Thursday night. So when you just set the the time aside for that, it's a lot for D'Amico kind of to prepare for, but I think he is prepared for it. And... Uh, when you're done with those, you go right back to the most important thing at hand, and, and that's us finding a way to win the Sunday. D'Amico is going to interview with Denver and Houston and quote-unquote meet, whatever that means, with two other teams this week. And I know some of you are upset, but look, don't be. It's not D'Amico's fault that this stuff is happening right now. It's the NFL's fault. What's Ryan supposed to do? Turn everybody down because the 49ers are in the playoffs? You can't do that. He's got to do what's best for him. You just have to trust that he's a professional and that he's going to handle everything in the best way possible. And let's be honest, he has never given us any reason to doubt him in the past. Finally, we know now the Niners are going to be playing the Cowboys for the second year in a row, 3.30 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday. How did Kyle prepare yesterday before he knew who the opponent would be? We'll get ahead today. So, I mean, we'll be watching a lot of film on both Dallas um, and Tampa and by the time it gets to then, we probably have watched enough on both teams to where now we're just waiting to the end of that game. So I'll probably just sit back and relax tonight when that starts and um, watch just a TV copy like a normal person. And after it, probably get to work a little bit before we start on Tuesday. I'm having a hard time picturing Kyle Shanahan just 
chilling on the couch watching football like a fan, but sounds like he and his team will be very prepared this week. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Tuesday, Stephen Ruiz of The Ringer wrote about five big takeaways from wildcard weekend. His blurb on Brock Purdy might not make 49ers fans happy, but it does make a ton of sense. We tweeted the link from our handle, at NN Podcasts. One thing to watch, I'm going to make it Javon Kinlaw. So far, he has been ramping up his playing time in his return from injury. He's been out there more and more. But Kyle Shanahan said something yesterday that perked up my ears. When he was asked about Kinlaw, Kyle said he didn't even think Javon was going to be able to come back at all this year. He's been a great boost in the middle of the defense, so I'm going to be curious to see if that resurgence continues. One thing you may have missed, a lot of you were wondering why the Niners tried a squib kick before halftime on Saturday, which ultimately ended up leading to a Seahawks field goal. Kyle was asked about that yesterday. He said, quote, I didn't like it. Neither did we, Kyle. Neither did we. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. Stay tuned for the Bully Ball Podcast with Jason Aponte and Steph Sanchez. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. We'll be right back.